There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brinkard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. Oh my God. <laughs> you want NPR? And Andy One of the two. People with the initials KB that I know are nuts. Catherine Brandt and Kristen Burt will also join us. Uh, wouldn't be uh, Tuesday without an insult. Exactly. <laughs> without an insult. So I want to know, are the insults directed at me? And then you get them as a result of having another KB? Or is it 24-7 for you? Yeah, what is it, Tom? Yeah, who's being insulted by who? <laughs> Let me just think it through and I'll get back to you. How about that? That would be right. good. We will be right back with Kristen Burt right after this. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. I said sisters in 
We are back. only playing Earth, Wind, and Fire today. <laughs> oh, my God. She's fired up about Earth, Wind, and Fire. There's no doubt about it. Okay, there's a headline I'm looking at right now, and the five of you need to guess, make guesses on who this might be. A okay. man from Florida. You ready? <laughs> this state embraces diversity more than any other. Which state is that, Andy? Minnesota. Mom? New York. Alex? California. Minnesota. Minnesota. I'll go Minnesota, too. We have three. The, all three men said Minnesota. What does embrace I just said, mean? I just said yeah, California what does that because mean? nobody yeah. else It could did. mean a lot of things. So, Kristen, what do you got? I'm going to say New York. So we got two New Yorks, three uh, Minnesotas, and one California. Well, if you're going My by, first like, guess was be, would be New York, but then I, she said New if York. If you're going so by the state with the like mo- most heterogeneous mix... Then yes, Cal- or New York. New York. Yep. But if you're going by the state that Thinks is the most militant about it, Minnesota. And, yep. and if you're going by the state who has the highest per capita gay population in the United States, you go with Minnesota. That's huh? true. That's yeah. exactly right. We do? Yep. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to click on it. Do you want to go with three three New Yorks and three Minnesotas? you want to change yours to New York, I get, Alex? I, I don't care. What are you going to support diversity or not? He doesn't care about this poll at all. He wants diversity. I'm not super invested. For the $16,000, New York or California? Okay, here we go. I'm going to click on the story because I haven't seen it yet. Here we go. It's like It'll be, do this every night to lose 10 pounds. Well, This is cold. This one weird old tip. Don't eat. This is really cold because you know who comes in dead last? Who comes in dead last? Can you guess? Vermont. Vermont? Vermont's a very liberal state. Alaska. It's also 100% white. Idaho. Well, that's true. Okay, Idaho. We got got Alaska. What happened? Stop taking polls on polls. West Virginia comes in dead last. I just said West Virginia. You did. Look at you. Vibed on it. Okay. The number one state for embracing diversity is California. It's not a surprise. Go, Kristen. Go, Alex. Go, Aren't we superior? Aren't you? (laughs) In every single way. Don't get pious on us now. God, Minnesota didn't even make the top ten. What are the top five? Top five are California, number one, Texas, two, Hawaii, three, New Jersey, four, New York, five. Texas. So, no. well, wait a minute. Those other than Hawaii, those four states have the, have the biggest populations in America. Well, I just, I just read a poll saying that uh, San Francisco was named the most desirable place to live in yeah. the San world. Francisco. In the world, it's the place is, it's it's losing population like crazy. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, I'm guessing that the it's tourism not. board probably. Yeah, no, it's really I was like, what do they only ask a bunch of tech bros? Like that? Yeah. 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 they're even leaving. <laughs> Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going all to going to Austin, or they're going to Park City, Utah, or Park Miami, City or too. Boise, or you know they, they yeah, uh, Apple and all those tech companies have decentralized and they are yep. scattered everywhere. Yeah. By the way, embracing diversity, uh, I got some bad news. Unless things have changed in the last few decades, Hawaiians are not real fond of honkies. No, <laughs> so don't you give me that BS. Too, I, I mean, I'm I'm t- and I'm only thinking of city to city, but I felt. A, a bigger embrace of diversity living in New York City than I have in Los Angeles. Oh, well, there you go. Well, but yeah. listen to these. Look at these states. Most diverse states: California, Texas, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York. Huge states. Then you got New Mexico, Maryland, Florida, Nevada, and Arizona. This is where all the people live. <laughs> That's true. I have to say, when I first started going to New York, which was, uh, we'll not even mention how many years ago, quite a a long time ago, that was the first time I ever encountered the, uh, my friend was married to a black guy, and we wanted to go to Little Italy, and he said, no, I can't go to Little Italy and eat. They don't like black people there. And I was like, what? I'm like, this is New York. It's the melting pot to yeah. America. Right, exactly. What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, no. We all stay in our own neighborhoods. Everybody lives in the same oh, yeah. borough. Everybody, st- you know, it's yeah, like do. Jews it's live over here. Everybody like lives here, too. there. And I mean, I, I know it's changed a lot, but it was not what I thought it was supposed no. to be. I think several decades ago, the, the Little Italy barely tolerated white people that weren't Italian. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was well, going to say, you well, better be careful like, of oh, white you're people. English? You can come spend money. You don't get the hell out when you're done. But, it, but Italians 
were synonymous with black people when they first immigrated. Yeah, that's true. And they were they were they segregated were. and they were persecuted mm, and the Irish. exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Well, but there was there was a reason because many of the Italians had a darker skin color. They did, yeah. Sicilian. Well, there's a reason the mafia is Sicilian. No, no, that's very, very true. But that was the Moors. The Moors moved through Italy, and they went from a blonde hair, blue-eyed country to a black well, hair, brown-eyed yeah, country. They've, they've, they've left a lot of genetics in Spain, France, exactly. Italy. Yep. I mean, that's they're just the reality of the situation. And just remember, as Kristen Burt pointed out to me, I'll have to change the way I, I refer to the first two couples, but as Kristen once said to me, We'll take the blacks and the Chinese, but we don't want the Irish. I remember when you said that to me. Oh, yeah, that really sounds like me. It was either you or Mel Brooks, I think. (laughs) One of the two. Somebody else. Somebody else. Okay, you want to know the least diverse states? Yes. Okay, we already had West Virginia at number 50, so that's not good news for for West Virginia. Okay, get West Virginia, Maine, and Vermont, and New say, Hampshire. I was gonna say, I feel like yeah. all those like <clears throat> northeast—they yes. don't have any population. Yeah, they have no population. Yeah, it's fact, a very white population in New England, and yeah. I—I I grew up in in that situation where it was very little diversity. And when there is diversity, like say you go into Boston, it's segregated, just as like we were talking about in New York City, the Irish. Italian, like everyone has right. their neighborhood, and you don't cross over in the neighborhoods. Now that has changed as the neighborhoods have been gentrified over the years. However, uh, people always think Massachusetts is so liberal, but I'm like, liberal doesn't always mean diverse. No, God, no, yeah. no. You're absolutely right. We were just talking about that. Growing, you know, I grew up in a black, Jewish, and, and Catholic neighborhood, and you were literally understood that we're in here together and the rest they don't want us leaving this neighborhood and they don't want to come in here you know that speaking of west virginia i last just last night i stumbled upon something called the soft white underbelly kind of interviews that focus on west virginia and everything that goes on there and uh the the man who's done this has been criticized for interviewing and talking and photographing people with uh we're talking about that one family, right? Yeah, well, yeah. that's one That's one part of what his project has been. Yep. But he has these discussions with all sorts of people who have also had genetic issues with regards to marrying your cousins and mm-hmm. things like that. But also he talks about uh, the drug addiction, um, uh, physical and mental abuse, sexual abuse, and things like that. So he, he, these interviews that he has, but it's all in West Virginia. So, you know, when you have the states that are homo- homogeneous, uh, you know, you're going to have a sense of less tolerance. I had a in high school one of my friends a male wore a shirt to school public high school <clears throat> that said it was from Abercrombie actually and it said it's all relative in West Virginia. Oh, that's cool. And they made wow. him put on like a he had to take that shirt off and put on like a, you know, Rogers Royals t-shirt. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that's true. They said that it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so your least diverse states are the smallest states other than Ohio. Ohio's not diverse, apparently, which I would have to argue. I've been to Ohio. It's as diverse as anywhere else. The lowest would be West Virginia, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Montana, Kentucky, Wyoming, Utah, and Iowa. So nobody lives there. I mean, I'm not saying nobody lives there, but their populations aren't anywhere near as large as the top ten. Yeah. yeah. So what are they talking about? If there is no diversity, how can you celebrate diversity? Does anybody have the answer to that? Yeah. Well, those are, like I said, those are homogeneous states. They're virtually all white states. Yeah. You know, and if you had a, a, an all black state, you know, it'd be the same thing. Oh, they don't have diversity. But no, there's no diversity there. How are they supposed to celebrate diversity if there is no diversity? I don't understand that argument. Well, that's the thing. It's like Hawaii. You know, it's mostly Hawaiian. Is that a form of diversity? Does diversity just mean no white people? Because, you know, if everyone's Hawaiian, that's not diverse. There's probably not a whole lot of black or Hispanic people in Hawaii. There's not that many white people in Hawaii. No, So how are they diverse? It's a meaningless word. For meaningless uh, would, people. would they have some Samoan? Some I assume there's some Samoa living Samoans living in Hawaii. Well, yeah, there's a bunch, there's Pacific yeah. Islanders, there's Native Hawaiians, and there's Japanese people. Those are like combine those, and you've probably got like seventy percent of the state right there. Right, and that's their diversity. And then it's all the white people visiting Hawaii for vacation. 
Well, but why are native Hawaiians and Samoans considered different, whereas French and Germans aren't considered different? Right, that's true. So confusing, yeah. Yeah. I remember Catherine and I went up to the Seven Pools on the way to Hana. Oh, that's quite a ride, the road to Hana. The road to Hana is amazing, but uh, we stopped at the Seven Pools, and three Samoans came up to me and said, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. Remember that? Did you say, you don't remember that? I'm one of you. I don't remember hearing them say that. I remember you came back, you were like, we can't go in there. And I'm like, what? Yeah, Yeah. they said, you can't go in there. Well, maybe it's kind of like a cultural thing, that when they are doing the bathing thing in the sacred pool, you're... White people aren't supposed to go in there. No. I don't know. Uh, the reason was they were big, fat racist. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. They're racist and you're fat. Good to I mean, know. I don't know. Actually, don't Samoans know. are huge. You better be careful. Yeah. 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 Be careful of that. You might get your jaw busted. Uh, you yeah. might get your jaw busted. That's true. Yeah, I think they are the tallest people in the world. Are they? I thought that was the, uh, <clears throat> oh, what the hell? Maasai. Maasai? This is the Maasai. Masai. What do you got, Andy? The tallest people in the world are. Uh, I thought they were in it's Africa. Take quite a while for this. I thought they were in Africa. What the hell's NBA the name? NBA basketball players. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I don't think that go. counts as a cultural group. No, oh, definitely not. Kind of well, I mean, I guess cultural, <laughs> not ethnic though, <laughs> and not cultural, cultural either. Yes. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So. So Kristen, while he's looking that up, I have to get your take on this because it's such a heartbreaker. Gabby Petito, it does look like uh, she has been found. They don't know for sure yet. They're doing an autopsy on her right now, as a matter of fact, to see if it is her. Well, right now they're in the swamps of Florida looking for the boyfriend. They can't find him. They are literally in the swamps looking for him. Do they? Well, I guess I've been following this, and you know what's been fascinating? It has been that. Citizen journalism and citizen detectivery. I don't know if detectivery is even a word. I'm making it up. But um, it has been so interesting because on TikTok, people are combing through his uh, Instagram account, seeing whether he is um, on it, whether he's utilizing it. Um, It's been fascinating to watch. And just see how this whole thing plays out. Yeah, I saw Changing his playlist. Yeah, yeah, I saw that he was he was seen reading a uh, a novel about murder. I'm like, this is reaching. So this is really reaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is and, and one of the, I, I just I just heard, saw heard an interview with a, a forensic pathologist who teaches uh, now as one of the professors. In, in I think Atlanta, Georgia, and he and he and they said, well, what, what's why is this so why is why is this so important to the nation when you had the four people that are found dead in the Wisconsin field, which is nothing. Oh, that's nothing. And they and he suggested that it might be this whole social media piece it absolutely that she is. was on. She was re- recording this and presenting right, this right. on social media and now, and on Instagram and on TikTok, I'm sure mm-hmm. it was everywhere. And now people are, it's so the social media is what's driving this interest more. Like I said. Well, the, absolutely. I mean, we don't we didn't know the names or we, I didn't even hear about that story for a week. Mm-hmm. I know. About the, yeah, the four, four dead, but four yeah, people? they were killed right. in yeah. Minneapolis, supposedly, and then yeah, du- yeah. and then the how have they brought them in a car to yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin and the whole thing? It's just crazy. Did, did you see Goodfellas? You put them in a the trunk. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, that should be a huge story, but it's not. Well, I mean, there's a murder committed in America every half an hour. <laughs> so uh, pretending like you care so much about this one out of tens of thousands of murders that happen every year it's very disingenuous. And, and when I talk, and when I, talk, I when during the OJ trial, I happened to talk to one of the DAs in Los Angeles because we, we had the house there, and we I talked to them. They said, "At any one, you know, there's so much interest in this trial. At any one time, we're prosecuting 15 to 20 multiple yep. murders God. at any one time." There. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, you're right. It's the what attention can be brought to it. Yeah, exactly. People care yeah. about what they're told to care about. I think that is probably true. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that whole deal. Who the hell knows? Uh, I do have to ask. Oh, you got a question, Alex? I want to talk to her about Dancing with the Stars. Okay, one <laughs> second. I got to ask her one question, then we'll turn it over to Alexandra. Alexandra, who's that? You. <laughs> who's that? Did you forget your whole name? The only um, person that ever <laughs> called me that is the janitor at my junior high school. No, now I'm a janitor. <laughs> so, Kristen. Is Amy yeah. Schumer's health really that bad? What is there something really wrong with her? 
Well, she just had surgery for endometriosis, and any female who has had endometriosis will tell you that it is very painful um, and not a great situation. And uh, I think that, you know, she had to have surgery with it to, to take care of it. Well, I'm assuming she probably just had a complete hysterectomy at her age. Uterus and appendix. She, you, yeah, appendix. uterus and appendix. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, she had hyperemesis when she was pregnant, like I get. She didn't have an easy pregnancy at all. It was really challenging yeah, well, for her. You know, if she if they were taking her appendix yeah, out. Yeah, that's bad. Or that, when we have endometriosis, it's that's widespread. You can get it, I mean, you can get it all over your perineum. I mean, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it is a rough, it is rough thing. Yeah, it's spread and that I'm, much. And I'm not... I don't think it, I, I'm not sure you can get it, you know, everywhere on your intestines, you know, you oh. can cause Jesus. adhesions. It's a, it's going to be a bad disease <laughs> aside from the fact that uh, when you menstruate, it is rough business. You're a sore kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were bringing up today that she, they, they implied, they didn't really come on say, but they implied she's, she's quite seriously ill. Oh God. Well, spread your appendix, appendix then yes. Yeah. It spread not only to her appendix, but badly enough to inflame it to the point right. where it needed to be removed. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's a good. lot of pain too. Yeah. I mean, think yeah. about that. Well, appendix pain, an inflamed appendix is one of the most painful things you can go through. And then add endometriosis on mm-hmm. top of that. That to me God. just sounds brutal. We now turn it over to Alexandra Rasmussen. Alexandra the, That's my niece's name. From lady parts to mirrorball trophies. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a transition. <laughs> God. So the I best. tried to watch Dancing with the Stars for the first time ever last night because. Cody Rigsby is on it, and I'm a very big Cody Rigsby fan. Peloton, yep, because yes. I own a Peloton, and he's like my favorite teacher. And I could not watch it because we don't have a cable or anything, but we have an antenna. And I was like, I can get Channel Five, but no, it would not come in, really? and I was very upset. I watched his dance, and I watched Suni Lee's dance because she's mm-hmm. Minnesota oh, yeah, gal, right, and right. I watched Mel C's dance because she former Spice Girl. Yeah, yes. and I was really impressed with Mel C. She's so good, so <laughs> good, and she was like very charismatic. But I mean, like I suppose she is used to performing in in front of tons of people and having, you know, she's used to that more than anybody. But Cody, I was kind of not dazzled by, because he was a dancer before he worked at Peloton. So I thought that he'd be better. But I suppose ballroom. I was a dancer, and I probably, if I tried to do that dance, I wouldn't have done very well. So I I was surprised at how many people were underwhelmed by Cody, because I know he's got the whole Peloton community behind him. Mm -hmm. I think um, the first episode, nerves do get the best of everyone. Suni was really, really nervous. If you looked at her, I was like, I hope she does not throw up. (laughs) Yeah, her Um, face. Yeah, she looked very... Well, but, I mean, even after the Olympics, every interview she had, you could tell she was just so nervous. Like, her mouth would be kind of like twitching oh, and like you can tell that she's right. got a little I know and so I'm like why did you sign up to do this? Isn't she like 14 or something? She's not I, very old. You know, she's a college freshman. She's got a lot on oh, her plate. I, I don't know how she's doing this. She is doing her first semester of Auburn University online also training for the upcoming uh, NCAA gymnastics season, which will start in January, and doing Dancing with the Stars. And by the way, she's in a brand new city in Los Angeles, which is overwhelming to begin with. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That is and a lot. And like, she was completely nervous. I, they did overscore her a little bit. I mean, she looked really good, but I think that Derek Huff gave some great feedback. He's like, I always tell gymnasts and who are contestants on Dancing with the Stars, less perfection, because that's what gymnastics is about, mm. and more expression. And it really is just about having fun. Because she's got every, she's got all the goods. You know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. in shape. She knows how to do choreography. She's got it. Mm-hmm. She just now has to go out there and have fun. Well, that's how, like, Mel C, I was like, she freaking nailed it. I was like, she looks like she's just having so much fun. She danced to a Spice Girl song. Oh. And she's the first one out on the first season. It is so hard being that first person. And she you have to is, set the tone. she's ripped. Um, she's 47, by the way. Uh, so let's like oh my God. celebrate that 47-year-old body. She looks please. amazing. Mel is which one? 
the sporty spice. Sporty spice. Sporty spice. Okay. Yeah. She looks incredible. Yeah. I was like, so are you kidding me? Yeah, it's because of the sports. <laughs> um, so yeah. Next so next week will always like first week is tough. So give Cody another week. Yes. To see kind of what I, yeah. I I definitely the first week I can see that being like, yeah. well, this is the first time I'm ever doing something because he definitely looked really stiff, which was I think it's also surprising because on Peloton he's like the goofy, super charismatic, and he always dances like a crazy person on the bike. And so I think it was a little surprising to have him look so stiff. Well, it's like and it's hard. people yeah, on the show that are like, you know, they're famous authors or whatever. Yeah. Where it's and they like, come on this show, this little podcast, and they're little. like petrified <laughs> in front of, you know, a couple microphones. It's like, uh, yeah. it's yeah. very strange. Yeah, it's a different, yeah, exactly. completely different. But I mean, he's danced Power in front of... Your He's danced in front of lots of people because he he danced at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. He danced for Katy Perry. So he's danced in front of lots of people. But I suppose it wasn't like just him. Yeah, it wasn't just him. And he's also, I think, like 6'2 or 6'3. He's really tall. And his partner, Cody Rigsby. Cody Rigsby. And his partner is probably like 5'1. So dancing, like, that's a lot. That's a big size difference like one of the judges was like i wish you didn't look down so much uh, and i was like how are you supposed to not look down just from a technical standpoint he's usually over like hunching over a bike and yes. so he now has he did tango last night and tango is a rigid frame so he had to stand upright he hunched over a lot so he's going to be battling a lot of like what he does mm-hmm. at peloton with what he does on the dance floor mm-hmm. so because frame and structure for ballroom dancers are really that's like yeah. one of the, like, the number yeah. one things you have to do. So he's going to be fine. I think. I think he just needed to shake all the nerves out. Yeah. Can you imagine if Sporty Spice showed up? The comments on social media. If she showed up a little heavy and a little scraggly looking, they would have murdered her. How can you be heavy and scraggly? Yeah, you could be. Scraggly. People drop so much weight on Dancing with the Stars. She's oh my gonna god. Be like, if you think she's ripped now, by the end of the season, she's gonna. Be so well, cut. that was like when James Vanderbeek was on. He shared like the um, before he was he was training and doing like uh, a personal trainer like five days a week or something for some role he was in. And then next to it, he was like, "When I was done with Dancing with the Stars," and he was ten times more in shape after Dancing with the Stars than working with a personal trainer five days a week. Well, for why like, doesn't everybody just do dance training? And I know, it's amazing. Dancing is Good. a full-body workout, that's for sure. I know, and the yeah. schedules of these people, like Cody Rigsby, on, they said, so he, it's in L.A., right? That's where they film? Yes. And he lives in New York, and Peloton's in New York, so he's flying, oh God. so he's flying to New York every <laughs> Saturday or no Sunday Gross. he's flying to New York every Sunday oh, the show flight. happens on Monday and then he flies back to New York on Tuesday he has a Peloton class Tuesday and then he teaches two more classes that week and then goes back to New York for 10 weeks wow. if he makes it yeah. that far but I'm like oh That's my rough god schedule. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah with Jimmy Allen a country music star he's on he's touring all week long throughout the season and he's got his wife is having his third baby in like October. Oh I mean, God. some of these people have some really brutal schedules, <laughs> yeah. but they're making it happen. They're allowing, and this is what happens to the pros are allowed to travel with the celebrity so that they're rehearsing mm. on the road. Uh, you know, there, it, it, there's one common thread I see with all these people. They overschedule themselves. Oh, God. A for, lot of overschedule. Yeah. Yes. Well, in the industry, you got to strike while the iron's hot. I guess. I mean, really, because you don't know when your career is just going to all of a sudden cool. It's true. That's how they feel. If you make it to the end, you make about three hundred thousand dollars. I think the average contract is about two fifty for the season, and then you make about ten thousand dollars more after you make it uh, through like the third or fourth week. They just keep on adding a little extra bonus money to you. Well, and Dancing with the Stars, I feel like most of the stars are like CD list. (laughs) Like Cody yes. Rigsby, you would have no idea who Cody Rigsby was unless no. you owned a Peloton. You'd have no, no. idea. Uh-uh. And Suni Lee, you don't, like, so many people don't know who she is. Right. She's not really a celebrity, like, you know. 
Amanda Klutz. I mean, unless you followed her story with Nick Cordero or watched the talk, a lot of people don't know her. No, any of these. Yeah, names. like I looked at the list of people actually, and I was like, I don't know most of these people. So, so, so. The, the name of the show should be cha- it should be should be changed to Dancing with Not the Stars. Dancing with some people. You know what it is this year with this cast in particular? Because last year there were a lot of recognizable names because nobody was working because we were still right. in the yeah. shutdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This year, I'm I. I, I from a social media standpoint, this is a great group of people because it's a lot of people who are influential in some way, shape, or form on social media. They're newsmakers. They're not necessarily who the average American would know. They each kind of have a niche um, section huh. of, one, of their industry, which is, huh. is fascinating. So I'm, I'm interested to see how this will play out as a whole. Monday night is brutal when it comes to TV shows this year. CBS has a really strong portfolio of shows. They've got NCIS and NCIS Hawaii. You've got The Voice with Ariana Grande this year. You have Fox running a couple new scripted shows. Dancing with the Stars, even though this is a good group of people who can actually dance, I think they're going to get killed because it's not... That it, even at least like B minus C plus people. Yeah, well, who's yeah, like the headliner a... this season, would you say? <laughs> well, here's the funny thing, and I'm going to say this and everyone's going to go, oh my god. Entertainment outlets are focusing in on two contestants. One, Olivia Jade, because they tried to get her mom, Lori Laughlin, and if that name sounds familiar, oh, college yeah. admission yeah. scandal. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't she in jail? Get Lori. They were She's never going to get Lori, and I prison. predicted this months and months ago. I said they are going to get Olivia Jade because Lori will never do it. Olivia Jade is there, so a lot of curiosity about Olivia. And the other person is Jojo Siwa because oh, yeah, Siwa. he's a part of the first same-sex couple. She's dancing with another female pro. So those are going to be the two headliners yeah, all season long. Yeah, yeah, but women dance together all the time. That's, uh, that, they do. You know, and that's some like, people are like, count. I will not watch. And I'm like, do you know that in ballroom, women dance together all the time? There's not enough male partners, and they hold all-female ballroom competitions without issue? Well, I think and it's this because- has gone on for years. Probably because she's actually gay. Is why they're yes. upset. Are and both, she's they, out they, there trying are, to pave the way. Yeah. And on that gay note, are they both? Are they both? Well, are they both gay? The transitions both, today are, are amazing. Are both women's gay? Both of the women no. are dancing. Jenna is married. Jenna is okay. married. Okay. Yeah. They need. Now, who is partnered yeah. with Olivia Jade? We need to get uh, two guys, and we're going to have something. Then we're going like to got something. The Venn diagram of people who know who JoJo Siwa is. And the, Venn, and the the circle yeah. of people who care about lesbians are two circles on the opposite side of the universe. So, guys, I, Jojo Siwa is my neighbor, by the way, and she, I have to say I see her all the time, grocery store, the Froyo shop, everything. She is the nicest young woman ever because she has all of these little. Because she was on Nickelodeon, so she has all these five year olds that are she obsessed was? with her. She goes up, talks with them, takes pictures. She's so sweet. I have to say only nice things about her. She's loaded. Like, if you go to Target, there's lines of everything Mm -hmm. with JoJo Siwa. The bows, everything. I guess Andy's just going to have to put in the Boy, look at the time. (laughs) we got to take a break. We'll be right back. I just saw a story that appeared. uh, It's a national story. You are – this is so typical of people today, what we were talking to Jason about, what we've been talking – to everybody about this is the most ridiculous headline I've ever seen. We'll be right back. More with Kristen Burke. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number two, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Hey, it's Tom, and thanks to Profile, I've lost over 100 pounds. Yeah, that's right, over 100 pounds. I've been talking about Profile, and I'm telling you, I feel fantastic. Profile helped me. 
and they can help you too. So now that I've lost that weight, it's time to maintain and keep the weight off. You've heard me talk about Danette, who helped me lose the weight. She's now guiding me to maintain keeping the weight off. She's been incredible, and I can't thank her enough. She is great. You should really reach out today. Profile will set you up with a free, no-obligation consultation. No reason to wait any longer. Like I said, it's an absolutely free consultation. Check them out at ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. And if you use the promo code Tom Barnard, you will save $100 on your profile membership. Reach out today. You'll be glad you did. Check out ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. That's ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. Hey, I just got out of the meeting. I can't even tell you how different it was from what I expected. Well, you know, I'm uncomfortable interviewing in the first place, but I didn't feel that way there. Everything they said made sense to me. Yeah, and Priority is the largest same-day delivery company in the Twin Cities. And after all these years of doing it for someone else, I'm ready to be part of something bigger. A job? That's what I have now. You know I need more. Driving is what I do, and Priority Courier Experts is where I want to do it now. I know, and that's the best thing about it. I could never afford to buy a truck like that on my own. But tomorrow, because they believe in my skills, I'm taking out the first brand new truck that I'm going to own on the last payment. I can't wait to be in their fleet. I can't wait to be the next expert on the road. After 20 years of driving side-by-side on the road with these guys, of course I'm excited. And all I did was check out Priority.com. Easy. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to hope this segment doesn't run 85 minutes like the last one. Well, we just got all excited about it. It was very exciting. Okay, I'm just going to read the headline. I'm not going to read the story. I already read the story. I'm not going through all the stuff. But I will say this. In New York, protesters hurl anti-gay remarks at Guardian Angel member near a protest. So protesters are anti-gay remarks at a guardian angel. You know guardian angel, the people that yeah. keep try to keep the streets safe in New York. Mm-hmm. So these protesters always calling them the, the big F and the big Q and all this stuff, right? Oh, God. Guess what kind of protesters they were? I have no idea. BLM. What? I just love that. So Black Lives Matter is looking for support. That doesn't make any sense. That, doesn't make, that sense. makes no sense at all, does it? That makes zero sense. I mean, uh, BLM protesters are all anti-gay remarks at Guardian Angel member. Uh, Why would you do that? I don't know. I, did you miss the point of why you're a protester for BLM? We're trying to bring everyone together well, here. The thing is, is, you can't really, you know, always vet your teammates. Well, I know that. <laughs> I understand. It's but just... you don't really understand what Black Lives Matter is if you're a protester uh, hurling anti-gay remarks at people. I would agree, but just, there's always somebody. <clears throat> Alex, if you can get weird. some more more fragrant hand wash, that'd be... <laughs> what oh, the hell? Lavender. It smells great. Holy Lotion. Christ. Really? It's lavender. It's I almost passed out. Well, I love lavender. Because, because you're so too. relaxed Carefully from the lavender. Yes. Oh, is that what it is? therapy. Hey, don't want too much lavender. Come on, careful there. It's going. Careful, too much lavender. Dial it back on the lavender. So ladies. what is lavender? What, what well, la- lavender is la- a plant, the flower. La- <laughs> well, the lavender color was traditionally wear- worn by lesbians. It's sort of a signal that they would be interested maybe in, in visiting with women more than men. Don't tell Black Lives Matter no, that. No, They'll yeah. get very so upset. When, but I don't know if it extended to the fragrance. No. Lavender. So, yeah. there's like, there's... Lavender is just lovely and relaxing. Yes, yeah. lavender's been around forever. They used to use it in French hospitals to kill germs. They used oh, to really? Use it. Mm-hmm. They did. I did not know that. Whole Foods uses it to kill germs, too. Whole Foods <laughs> does? Whole Foods. If you get their hand sanitizer wipes for the carts, they're lavender. Oh, See? Man. You know, every time I walk into Whole Foods, a place smells like soap. Every single one of me go, God, I, can, I, I want some lemons here. I don't want this soap. I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe they maybe they have they have lavender there as, as one of the calming scents in the store. You know, like some of the. Uh, well, they have that stores. whole section of like wellness and essential yeah. oils, yeah, and it yeah. depends. I mean, my Whole Foods. I walk into the produce and the kind of essential oil section right there in the front. So okay. uh, maybe that's yeah, it. that's right. I I went to Trader Joe's yesterday. I cannot believe how much cheaper Trader Joe's is oh, than God, any yes. other grocery oh, yeah. store. I bought three bags of groceries, and it was like 
$190. I felt like I was stealing. <laughs> If I went to well, Whole Foods, is not exactly cheap. If I, I, but there was there was I had a, I had an organic chicken. I had a uh, hamburger. I had like meats too in there. I had flowers. I had all kinds of stuff that was like pricey. If, if I had gone to a regular store, that bag would have at least been three hundred. Really? Yes. My I'm God. telling you. Well, it's it's going to get worse. They said it's going to get a lot worse too. Hidden supply chain is terrible right now. Yeah. Yeah, it is really, really bad. They said that the groceries are going to go through the roof because of everything. Well, that's and that's bad because uh, so much of the uh, fast food industry is not going to go through the roof. So calories, relatively speaking, are going to become cheaper. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, a good um, point. But I'm shocked when I go to the grocery store. Like, frozen food aisle is wiped out. All the beverage, like the yep. water, yep. The tea, wiped out. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, we couldn't even find napkins at Costco the other day. What? I think people are still stocking up. For what? For, yeah, for there's up. a surge I told my again. husband, I'm like, if you see something that we use a lot, just buy an extra or two because we're like we're getting things like every third grocery trip. Oh, wow. That we use. Yeah, they're just not in stock. I understand completely. I just uh, one more headline, but it, uh, and then I'll get away from it. Analysis. This is from CNN, by the way. This is not some Fox story. Analysis. If Biden fails this week, his entire domestic agenda is done for at least fifteen months. CNN has been going after Biden like a madman lately. What have you happened? seen that? Well, he's failed miserably in everything he's touched. That might have something to do with well, it. I know, but they aren't the. Aren't they? Uh, aren't they surrounding the, him with love and no? Because he, those those seven children that were killed really turned the tables. He killed ten. Well, he was at his direction, so he is the president. I mean, it's the one thing about being president: you got to take the blame for everything you because are you're the president, commander well, the, in chief. Yeah. But also, the media shouldn't be just because it's your president. If you're, you know, a left leaning, you also should, he's not a beyond criticism. And I'd rather. See the media outlets criticize him. I be agree. Like, oh well. Well, we didn't know because about we didn't know about the drone mistake for what two weeks. It was a while. It was at least two weeks. They lied about it for two solid weeks. Yeah, well, and we need to be. Media needs to be. You have to have that same critical eye, no matter who's in office. That's well, good why. luck on that, because it's been a long time since anything has been balanced. Well, I'll tell you what, Kristen, this is a true story. Catherine and I sit down every night and we try to watch the news and it usually lasts between four and five minutes and we have to tune away. <laughs> I can't watch it's this. so hideous Why and horrible. Why do you horrible. watch it? Why would you do sleep? that? Because it's yourself. my job to know yeah. what's in the news. Yeah. That's, you, that's right. You go to Associated Press, you go to Reuters, you go to Al Jazeera, you go to BBC, and you read the news. Al Jazeera? Watch their little... Oh, yeah, you, they have a lot of... Al, uh, Magumba. Oh, Al Jazeera is one of the... I think the English... I, I, I've been told that the English uh, channel is a little... They, they filter out a lot of the anti-Semitism. And, but oh, the, Reuters but, does? No, uh, Al Jazeera. Oh, oh but, I see. And they... But their interviews and their stories are just so interesting internationally. Really? Oh, I've yeah. heard really good really things about good it. stuff, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But if you watch some of their video clips online, read some of the articles and some of these um, news associations that don't have the bias, you get better informed. And then oh, no doubt about it. it. Seriously, we can't even watch the news. And I don't care if it's Fox, CNN, wow. MSNBC. It doesn't CNN matter. These people are insane. Eight years. I don't I do that say. to myself. I need I need to keep my blood pressure low. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. So, what's new on your end? We did what well, we did see. Cry Macho, which we thought was very good. You and like five people. I mean, I know. I know. Nobody cared. It did terrible at the box office. Four and a half million dollars, and there were like people that. Uh, like Clint Eastwood, pretty much stayed at home and watched it for free on HBO Max. Yep. Did you watch it on HBO Max? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they did not go to the box office to see it. It was uh, 91. Uh, you know, I wonder how many Gen Z people, if we said, do you know who Clint Eastwood is? I, I'm afraid to know the number yeah. of how people. Probably hard I mean, I'm anyone. 34 and I've always known who he is, but before uh, Gran Torino, I had not seen him in anything. Really? Yeah, no. I just I'm, it, I'm there was forgetting. all a bunch of old westerns that no yeah, one my generation really or anyone younger than me cares about westerns basically at all. 
and everything he was in was a western. So it's like, I don't know, why am I? Why would I watch him? I know who he is. I play can, Misty for me. That was a million years ago too. Disc jockey That's movie. Old. Was, was he in that? Really old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was the disc jockey. Yep. He was the guy who got stalked. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I didn't know that. What year did that movie come out? Oh, God. I bet Probably it was like 60. Early 70s. No, I bet it was in the 60s, maybe. Play mm-hmm. Misty for me. 71. 71. Oh, so I, was, I had just gotten into radio. Yeah, there you go. 1971, Uh-oh. yeah. Play Misty for me. Did you play me. Misty Click. for anyone? Play Misty for me. Call in right now. <laughs> <laughs> KRML. Which, Carmel. Uh, is real. Yeah, Carmel. He, he was the mayor of Carmel, California. Yep. Yeah. He was indeed yeah, for a couple of It's a beautiful terms. area, too. Oh, God, is it ever. But having his roles been kind of all the same. Yeah. Yes. He's a one-trick pony. Oh, yeah, he yeah, is. He no, no, now, I mean, now, I'm before, I think, Play Mystery was different than the role yeah. he played on uh, yeah. Spaghetti Westerns. Yeah, but he's still, he's always still Clint, I think. No. Kristen, you want to get a good laugh out of uh, <laughs> the, the, our, the last time Catherine and I were in Carmel, California? Yes, it would have been. It would have been 1981, so it was just... 1981, 80, maybe 82. We're at this beautiful resort, and we're right there in the ocean, and this brand-new Mercedes pulls into the lot. Now, think about this. This was just 40 years ago. Just Pulls only. into the lot, <laughs> and the license plate on the Mercedes said, you ready? Yes. Dow, D-O-W, 2000. Mm-hmm. The Dow had just broken 2,000 40 oh years ago. Oh, my God! Think about that. What is it now, 36,000? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not uh, bad. Uh, but if yes. we had the Dow at 2,000, I mean, that would, we would, people would be melting down. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. would yes, be melting would. down. Oh, God, we would be, everybody would be broke. Yeah, the first time the Dow hit 2,000 <clears> looks like it was in 87, 86. Oh, so it was 86 or 87. So it was later in life. I thought it was, so it was 35 years ago. Yeah, I don't remember. Years. Too long Dow ago 2000. for me to remember. Oh, I remember you. Tough you and say. I looked at it. Went Dow two thousand. Man, it's up to two thousand. You went mm-hmm. for the you area Andy with you to Carmel. No, we didn't. Well, he was born. Did then, we? So. I don't know. Maybe we did. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I, I barely 80s, remember no, the trip. Who's no, to say? but in January, February of eighty-six, he wasn't born yet. You were oh. pregnant at Carmel. Matter of fact, Maybe. he wasn't even conceived yet. If we went in January and February. Whoa. Oh, so think about it. Oh, let's not get into that. Andy <laughs> might have been a Dow 2000 baby. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. believe I will think about Can it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Andy. Really no one ever knows where they came from you. or how they, <laughs> when it happened. So there you go. January 28th, 1987. January 8th. So, yeah, I, 8th. I was two months old when it first hit 2000. But it had to be, maybe the guy was predicting it because yeah. it would have been... He was predicting it was going to 2000 Probably. because we were there in 86. It was before you were born. I don't know. But just imagine that. It's 34,000. It was up to 36,000, but it's 34,000 now. And the Dow 2000 was a very big deal. Mm-hmm. Isn't That's that hilarious? hilarious? It is hilarious. But, you know, you look at the fact. I remember when I was three or four years old. Uh, I think I was three, but I might have been four. My dad came home, and he was so excited. He said, I just cashed my paycheck. Man, am I nervous. Look at how much money this is. So this would have been 1954, right? Mm-hmm. Lays out five $20 bills, baby. Woo, the big dough. God, now you can barely big buy stack. shoes. <laughs> you can't even buy a pair of shoes for 100 bucks. Well, I think the U.S. dollar needs to like be split. Because it does. The fact yeah, you're that right. Everything is measured in trillions at this point is just stupid. It's insane. We should just oh, say one, yeah, new dollar is barrier. worth a hundred old dollars. There you go. There you go. Just get rid of it's all been coins. Done many Do we times. have the world's first trillionaire yet? Not yet. Two hundred. Two hundred billion is the top. Yeah, we're right quite now. a ways away still. But like, okay. I mean, like I said, you know, a trillion dollars now is an unthinkable amount of money. Is, six well, years is there a trillionaire on the planet? No, there's no way. Oh, no. it might be that Ruski bastard. What's his name? That Ruski bastard. Putin. Putin. He might be well, a trillionaire. It, yeah, it depends on how you measure wealth. Right. Because I mean, yeah, like if Pu- if you say like. Putin's net worth is Russia, then yes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, there you like, go. His think investments. about, like, you know, okay, Jeff Bezos has $150 billion. 200 no. It's not like he has a bank account worth $200 billion. He would have to divest everything he owns yeah. in order to get that, which he can't do. 
So yeah, it's that's like, true. you know, if I have $1,000, I have $1,000. I can go spend it. If he has a billion dollars, he can't just go spend a billion dollars. He has to do a lot to make that happen yeah. and probably pay a whole lot of tax on it while he does. So rich person net worth is a completely different thing than anything that we're familiar with. So, Kristen, are you upset Are that he didn't give you $100 million like he did that anchor over at CNN? I mean, come on. $100 million all of a sudden. Here, here's a gift. I need to kiss butt way more. What's that guy's name again? That guy's terrible, by the way. He's an anchor on CNN. He's just, what an arrogant prick. All of them? Yeah, all of them. Fox, CNN, I don't MSNBC. I who the person was. I don't I watch CNN. Do you continue to torment yourself and watch these networks. Yes, for no. real. <laughs> I have to do it. Do I got I got to know what's no, going on. No, you don't. No, you no. don't. You can hear the news. CNN is just fear porn, and that's what it is. Just stay away from that. And it's Fox toxic. Is, and Fox is incredibly arrogant. The sooner everyone stops watching every major news network simultaneously, the sooner the country can heal yes. again. I agree. I agree with that. That's why I'm trying to tell you, watch something else. Anything don't tell else. me how to do it. Other Read Associated Press. I love reading Associated Press. I'm like, it's just facts. It's just like statement love facts. Facts. Facts, facts. This is what happened. Here's how it went down. Here's there. There you go. Now make a decision and make form an opinion. Is that behind a paywall? No, Associated Press is not behind a paywall. It's wonderful. I think we need to go back to local zines. <laughs> we need local zine. Read your neighborhood zine to figure out what's going oh, on. Oh, the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, every little town had their own little newspaper. Yep. Mine was the Andover Townsman. There you go. Is that Andover? <laughs> and I loved when my picture was in the paper. I was so excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was like the coolest thing ever. I had like a poem that I wrote yeah. in elementary school was in the paper. Mm-hmm. God. Or like so honor cool. roll that would be listed. Like it was such a big deal. My parents would like cut it out. Put it on I want the you fridge. to do me a favor. All all of you at this table and on the phone, <laughs> leave me alone. Because every time I've been in a newspaper, what a prick that guy is. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Well, that's your own fault. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I mean, whoa. How, how many times do I have to say this, Tom? You're a saint. A saint. You're a saint for living with it. Oh, it's unbelievable. Nonstop. <laughs> The two Here's KBs, the two KBs are after you all the time. It's I know. It's either <laughs> Catherine or Kristen every Tuesday. We are so rude. The KBs. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I, if I'm correct, and I'm going to circle back to the introduction, I believe it was somehow an insulting introduction. Yes. No, it was not. Oh, yes, it was. It's called you a criminal or something. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> But you know I'm not offended. I'm like, okay. I understand. I'll dish it right back out, my friend. <laughs> One of these days we got to get together on the radio. I don't know when it's going to happen. i got to stay on top of these people. Kristen, another great week. We will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. I would love to have her on the radio. She's so good. Make it happen. She's, she's not on anymore. She didn't hear me say that, did she? Uh, I think she might have. Damn it. Oh, oh it's too nice to her. No, I do. I love working with her. She's great. You guys have always gotten along really well, too. She no. is such a pro, and she, she is, is yep. just not go. like out yep. to make her opinion the highlight of the universe. No, I mean, no, she great. and I did get in a Twitter war once, but you did <laughs> over no. what? Twitter war with Kristen Burt. Do you even have a Twitter account? I don't think so. Uh oh. He heard that you were going to stop the show. Oh, he said goodbye. He heard goodbye. He closed your laptop. All right. We'll talk (laughs) to you tomorrow with the family. The dog.